Welcome back to West Coast Mix and Bounce, guys. I'm your host, Bronna Marks, and I'm currently inside South Crown Barbershop in downtown San Antonio, and I'm joined by Leslie Torres. And West Coast Mix and Bounce is brought to you by Sports Al Dente, your recipe for L.A. sports. If you love the podcast and love L.A. sports, then you need to go check out sportsaldente.com right now. We are a Los Angeles player-centric media platform and our passion is to feature the great players and teams of LA. We are also dedicated to giving expert weekly and daily advice in the world of fantasy football. We offer three different affordable membership packages, monthly, yearly, and lifetime. When you go to subscribe, make sure to use the promo code WCMB and get 10% off any package. Make sure to connect with us once you subscribe. Now in today's episode, Leslie do you want to kind of break down what we're about to be talking about? So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the playoffs, focusing on the Western Conference, since we are the West Coast Mix and Bounce. And they're going to be they're going to be based off the NBA standings right now. So if things were to change, if the Clippers were to move up or the Nuggets or the Warriors down, that will be maybe another episode. But right now we're going to be focusing on how they stand right now. First off, on the first seed and eighth seed, which is Warriors and Clippers matchup, yeah. Rana, who do you have winning that series? Well, I have the Warriors. I mean, I think the Clippers, <laughs> if, you know, they were to play off, play this series today, um, the, the Warriors would definitely take it. It would be a competitive series. It would be fun to watch. I don't think the Clippers would allow a sweep, um, but I think the Warriors would honestly take it like five games. It, w- it wouldn't go to like, it wouldn't go to seven, maybe six, maybe, but um, you know, they're, they're one and two overall, the Clippers against the Warriors in regular season play. So I just, I just don't see any hope there if they end up playing. I, I would definitely go with the Warriors. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I think Warriors will definitely maybe not sweep, like you said, but win that series. There are some Clippers players, though, that I think will make it hard for the Warriors and give them a little competition. So I think, like, for example, like Danilo Gallinari and Landry Shamit, they've been really good from behind the arc. So it's kind of like they're kind of splash brothers competing with Clay Thompson and uh, Stephen Curry. So that would be kind of fun to watch if it yeah. were to happen. Um, but then again, who who do you have? You know, Shamit and Gainari or Thompson and Curry? I think Thompson and Curry are going to win every time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So even though it's going to be, I feel, if that series does happen, a good competition, the Warriors are going to come out on top. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's an easy pick in whoever they play. If it's not the Clippers, if they end up moving up or down, whoever they play in that AC, yeah, I I, I just don't see them going forward after that one. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I was I anything the Clip- West, I would not want to play them in the first round for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think the Clippers' best bet is to either move up and keep winning, just so they don't have to get maybe eliminated in that first round by the Warriors. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So so what do you see in the um, the other side, well, the lower part of the bracket in the first round? So that would be the Nuggets and Jazz, correct? Yep. Okay, so I think I'm going to go with the Jazz, even though, wait, no, 
I'm going with the nuggets. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, nuggets for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it like that, too. I just... The Jazz have been really inconsistent um, just in general for a while. And this would actually be the first Nuggets postseason appearance in six years. So I think they have a lot more to fight for, especially in the first round. Yeah, definitely. The Nuggets are making their way through the season. And I think they just barely officially punch their playoffs hot. So at least they know they're going to the playoffs. So that's kind of exciting. And I agree with you. The Nuggets are looking very good this season. Um, they had a really good game against the Celtics, which I was very impressed by. I, you know, I feel like they really are a playoff team. And if it comes down to the Warriors and the Nuggets playing for that um, final spot, it's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the Jazz? You do not give them any ch- chance whatsoever? No. <laughs> I honestly, I'm really surprised that the, they even made it, you know, this far. Um, I just feel like they were kind of an afterthought for the Western Conference. And um, I just ha- I haven't heard much, much about them. I feel like they've just kind of been, like, on a constant plateau for a few years. Like, they get to the they get to the playoffs, they don't do much, and then they just they repeat. I, I feel like they haven't really added any um, really huge names recently. So they have Donovan Mitchell, they have Ricky Rubio, um, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. So players that have been around for a little bit but haven't made a complete like superstar breakthrough. I mean, their biggest star is Donovan Mitchell, of course. And mm-hmm. then you have other people on the team like Kyle Korver, you know, who have championship experience, but they didn't exactly lead the team to win. You know, they just kind of added in um, clutch moments. I think if Donovan Mitchell stays around for a little bit and maybe um, just gathers himself a little bit, they would definitely be maybe a second-round contender for the playoffs. But for right now, they just seem to be stuck in that first-round drought. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. The Jazz, I mean, they were kind of, you know, playing steady in the beginning of the season, but lately they've just kind of been lacking and striking. And you can't just let all the pressure go to Donovan Mitchell and like Rudy Gobert, like you mentioned, or Ricky Rubio. There has to be other teammates to step up. And if when it's always those three players, it's there's not in a seven game series, that's not gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Especially when you ha- when you're competing against a team like the Nuggets, who who might be more hungrier just because we like like you mentioned, just they haven't been here they haven't been in the playoffs since Six years ago? Yeah, six years. Yeah. Six years. So they might going to be a little bit more hungry, a little bit better. So the Jazz, either they have to step up, which I doubt is going to happen over all that game stretch. And especially if they're in the seventh seed, that means they're not going to get um, home advantage. So it's going to be even worse for them. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like not lined up properly. I just feel like they also haven't had a chance to kind of get their chemistry going, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're not playing bad, but they're not playing great basketball. And what you need to win to win and to even go to the playoffs is really, really great basketball. 
So that's going to be kind of on them. Yeah. We'll see how that one goes. (laughs) Yeah, they still have a a little while to go. The Rockets and the Thunder would be below them. Um, And... I just I feel like the Rockets and the Thunder, honestly, them playing against each other would be so ironic because I feel like they have the same issues within their within both teams. Like they have really good talent, but they just can't seem to like keep it consistent. Like they have these great breakout moments and they, you know, they look like championship winning teams and then they just kind of deflate. <laughs> yes. Yes. They, the Rockets go, like, from really big highs and then to really big lows, and it's, like, it's hard to, to kind of see where they are. No wonder they're kind of, like, in the middle spots, you know? But I feel like this matchup is going to be really fun to watch. I feel like it's going to go all seven games. Yes, And sure. I think the Thunder are going to come through. <laughs> <laughs> you think that the you have? Thunder are going to come through? <laughs> yeah. You don't? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I think they have just a little bit more, like, just issues that outweigh the Rockets. Like, I feel like the Thunder are a little bit they're, – they're very emotional teams. They're both extremely emotional teams. But I think the Rockets have just a little bit more calm on their side to kind of level them out and be able to win, like, a seven-game series. I, I just don't – I think that the Thunders are going to – they're going to lose their, their fuse they're light, I guess. At the end, they're gonna get tired. The Rockets would run them down. I just, I just think so. I don't think so. I feel like this is kind of different, just because Westbrook and Paul George have been vibing so much. And you say like they're emotional, like yeah, they are. But they're like they're kind of emotional right now. I think like they're kind of like vibing with each other, like a brotherhood status. And I think that's kind of allowed Paul George to be a better player. I think he's like the best in his career. He's yeah. averaging 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists per game this season. So I feel like when Westbrook steps up, he steps up. And if he doesn't step up, Westbrook does. And if Westbrook doesn't, then Paul George does. And then they still have this great dynamic for the rest of the team that kind of follows them and sees both of them as leaders, which I think is going to be very interesting because it's kind of like compared to the other side, like the Rockets, we have James Harden and Chris Paul, and they yeah. kind of, because due to injury, of course, they kind of never really played as long as I would have liked them to, or, like, seen them. Because, you know, we hear, like, all this praise from James Harden, his amazing career, like, this season, how how many points he's posted. And then Chris Paul's kind of been, like, falling back on the background because of injury. So I feel like the Thunder have had a chance to kind of mesh better. And I don't know. I feel like it's going to go, I feel it's going to go seven games, and it's going to come down to that last game seven, last minute for the win. That's how close I think it could be. All right, well, we're going to see. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not buying that. If they end up playing, we're going to see. We're going to be watching those games real if, close. If the Thunder win, when the Thunder win, you're going to owe me something. Watch. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to have to airmail something to L.A. <laughs> you know, I actually have that look when I bet on stuff, so I'm not going to bet you anything. I'm going to take it back. Yeah, no, me too. I'm not a better. I always lose, so forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. And then the last matchup or possible matchup would be the Blazers and the Spurs. 
Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna let you go first. Who do you, who do you have winning this series? Okay, I, I may be a little bit biased, but I also may not be a little bit biased. <laughs> um, but I mm-hmm. I do think the Spurs, the, the their recent streak. Um, ESPN was talking about them this morning. Sports Center. They were saying they're the hottest team in the league. With the they have the longest winning streak right now, which is pretty intense. And yeah, they can fuse out. But I just like seeing them play yesterday against the Warriors and how much energy and consistency they had and they were not letting up on them and their defense I mean their defense has been really the the focal issue of this whole season and the fact that they're finally coming together you know everybody was saying well we're finally coming together we're finally have some consistency you know we're finally figuring out how how each other's like play is going so they can you know play off strengths and weaknesses because if you think about it the spurs really restarted their franchise they lost Mm -hmm. all their franchise players and then they had like a season a a season or two to really get it together because then they had the drama with Kwai. so it was kind of like they kind of fell out but now that they're on this route they they're starting to look like you know um 2006, 2007, 2008 kind of Spurs, you know, like dominant mm-hmm. Spurs, um, just Spurs basketball. So I, I really think that they would take the Trailblazers um, on. And I think, if anything, depending on how these next 11 games go, that uh, they would take their first series to seven games. I they think would- so, too. Game, seven games in the series. But I feel like the Blazers are gonna come out there. Don't don't hate me for it. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Just, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing against the Spurs. Like like you said, they've gone through so much that it would be very nice and fulfilling for them to go on. But because yeah. they've gone through so much, I feel like maybe this streak is just like kind of like luck. And I don't want to. I mean, it can't be luck because they played teams like. Golden State and Portland recently, but like, what happens if they lose? Like, what you know? Are they gonna go back to being that same team that at the beginning of the season that wasn't doing so great and like yeah. all, this, all this turmoil starts again? And so I'm not really sure. I would go like 100% first, so that's why I'm choosing the Blazers because I kind of feel like the Blazers are in a good spot right now. They're winning as well. They're not winning against great teams like the Spurs have lately. I mean, but they beat the Pacers, they beat the Pelicans, they beat the Clippers and the Suns in the past five games. Except the yeah. Spurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, but they, they do have Damian Lillard who has been really great this season. There's not really much talk about him as well, but he's averaging 26 points and six assists per game. So he's opening up shots. Um, you know, his three-point shot is not the best, but I feel like come around playoff time, he can kind of deal with it. And CJ McCollum, if he comes back, I mean, when he comes back, uh, you know, he's going to be a little bit more rested, healthy, and ready to take on a team like the Spurs. So it's kind of, I feel like they're, just gonna out, they're going to outrun them a little bit. But yeah, well, they're, I'm with their you. Series is two and two right now, so they're really they're really like fifty fifty on um, mm-hmm. how they're playing each other. 
Uh, I think there definitely would be kind of equal, equally matched for the most part. I think the Trailblazers do have a lot of potential. And I think Damian Lillard is a, a great player. He definitely does not get get enough recognition um, for his game, but he's also on the Portland Trailblazers. So it's, it's kind of really hard to put spotlight on him when he's on, like, not a very spotlight team. But I do mm-hmm. congratulate him. You know, it's even harder to play big when you're on, like, a kind of a smaller, ideal franchise, so to speak. Um, and they don't have, like, a whole bunch of star-studded players around you. But exactly. so I guess we're going to have to see on that, too, because right now I'm really hanging tough with my Spurs. <laughs> you do that. You hang on. <laughs> so, so tell so me, that, who, who do you have in your, your second round? The Warriors Nuggets. Who do I have winning? I mean, <clears throat> I'm going to have to give the edge to the Warriors just because it's the Warriors. <laughs> How about you? Um... I don't know, like, I'm edging towards the Nuggets, but I just don't, I feel like they're going to give them a really hard time, but I think the Warriors are going to come out on top, but I feel like, like, there's just, like, this little, like, 1% of me that's like, ooh, the Nuggets may pull something, something tricky, um, because the Warriors, you know, sometimes they, sometimes they slack off, they're an amazing team, but sometimes they do slack off, and I feel like the Nuggets are really going to give them a run for their money if they end up playing them. Like, I just, I think it's going to be a, like a crazy series to watch. Yeah, I think that's going to be really good. It's going to be the matchup they're kind of hoping for. So hopefully they don't disappoint and they both make it to that round and, yeah. and no upset happens. So I feel like it's going to be a young Nuggets team going against like a Warriors kind of veteran team. They've been there before. They've done that. But to me, it's just very hard to outscore players like Curry, like Thompson, and they have, you know, you know, they just have cousins, and they just have Draymond yeah. Green, you know? So it's, to me, it just seems very difficult for any team to beat that if they're not coming up with the same intention. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anything, I feel like the Nuggets can kind of give them a little bit of run for their money if they learn from each game. Because I feel like game one's gonna happen, and either the Warriors are gonna do really, really great, and the Nuggets are either gonna be like, okay, let's think, what can we do, let's fix it to to get them all on defense and stuff. And then if they don't do that, I just feel like it's not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> so I feel like the Nuggets probably have to be ready. If not, the Warriors are going. But I have the Warriors going because I believe in them a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> They're dominating, so my argument yes. there is not it's not super strong, but. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure the Nuggets are feeling the same kind of way. Like, oh, like, you do have to go against a team like the Warriors. They have to be prepared. They have to be ready. Because you're yeah. going you're, you're, you're to be the team to kind of stop them from three-seating and from continuing on their, like, supposed dynasty. So yeah. you, it's going to take a lot to do that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it is definitely take a lot. Um on the other, on the bottom side of that, I have obviously the Spurs and the Thunder, which is completely opposite of what you have. <laughs> but yeah, I have Blazers Thunder. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like if the Spurs um, play the Thunder in that uh, semifinal, I, I I'm still going with Spurs. <laughs> um, I think it would go to seven. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, I 
<laughs> there, the Spurs are actually up two one on their regular game series. So um, mm. they, they've definitely given them a, a hard one this season. So I think that they, since they have that two up already, it wouldn't really be hard to like understand their game playoff. And now they're a different team. Like they're completely different. They they played the Thunder. Um, much earlier in the season, back-to-back. And uh, the Thunder, I didn't mention this before, but they are they have been struggling to, like, really get their stuff together because, this, you know, the drama is surrounding um, Russell Westbrook, and now he has his 16th tech, and there's um, consequences after that if you get more techs. And knowing Westbrook, I, I'm positive he will get another tech <laughs> It's over. <laughs> that man is so emotional. Like, he cannot keep his emotions to himself. <laughs> I wonder if there's, like, a... Once you hit the playoffs, it kind of just goes, like... It gets cleaned out. I should look into the rules, but that would be nice if that would happen. That would <laughs> be nice. list just goes... And it gets cleared and you start all over for the playoffs. But, yeah. um... Yeah, if they if they were to be Spurs and Thunder, I would definitely go with the Spurs as well, just because again, you guys have a coach like Coach Popovich, and it's exactly. tough to try to go against a, a coach like that and his experience and his willingness to learn from every game. So I feel like if they were to go between Spurs and Thunder, I would give it to the Spurs, and so we would probably have like a Warriors Spurs final. Um. Yeah, final before the final. <laughs> yeah, conference finals. But, yeah, conference finals. There you go. And if it was Blazers and Thunder, then I would have just, oh, I would have gave it to the Blazers. <laughs> you know, in my in my bracket, that would have gone to the Blazers. It would be hard to see the Blazers beat the Warriors so easily. <laughs> I would not see that happening. I would see it the other way around. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, obviously, um, I have the Warriors moving up again to the conference, but I have the Spurs versus them, and I just, you know, I would I would wish and hope that the Spurs would beat the Warriors, but I really don't know. I feel like after, after playing teams like um, the Trailblazers and then the Thunder and then getting to the Warriors, it's just kind of like an uphill battle. And then once you play the Warriors in the conference, it's like you're at the top of the hill. How tired are you? You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no, for sure. Just because, like, again, we said the Warriors really know how they work in the playoffs. We've seen them, and they're, like, amazing. That's like if Curry's not playing well, then they take over. You know, Thompson takes over. If Thompson's not playing well, then Curry takes over. And if they just kind of vibe off of each other. Even Sean Livingston, who is, I think, a very important and key player to the Warriors, He'll yeah. come when it's needed. So I just feel like the Spurs need to find people like that, players like that, who they can kind of um, have as a backup. So if Aldridge is not having a good game or DeRozan or, or Rudy Gay, you know, someone needs to step up to make sure that it just doesn't go downhill from there. Because, you know, the Warriors, they, once you go and you, they get a little lead going, it's kind of hard to get back into the game. Exactly. <laughs> so I, so I feel like even though we're all optimistic, you know, about about your Spurs, we'll see how it goes because the Warriors have just a little bit, you know, I don't want to bet against Popovich, but I don't, also don't want to bet against the Warriors. So it's going to be a very interesting conference final if that were to happen. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. Um, yeah, God forbid if anybody gets injured right now and they're starting line lineup, like forget about it. It's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because now, especially now that they have their core team that they they know absolutely who they can rely on when. If any of those guys goes down, I don't believe they're going to have somebody to switch out that quick um, and mesh that well and, like, produce what um, whomever the other people would, were producing. Oh, yeah. Right now, I think the key part is to keep winning and stay healthy, basically for all eight teams and out in the playoff standings, you know? Yeah. Stay healthy and keep winning because – if anybody loses, they might go down. And the worst thing you're going to be in right now is the eighth spot. <laughs> I'm looking at the Clippers. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So if the, I mean, if the Clippers can, can, can keep winning, they might get a chance. If the Jazz go down to number eight and the Jazz Warriors, that's going to be, you know, play Jazz. They're not going to make their way through. And that kind of just, if just a little slip, a little change kind of changes all the the stuff we have said it so far so i that would just be interesting to watch or somebody gets injured or hurt and they just start to drop in the standings that's going to be something worth yes. mentioning and all these teams are like one two three games in between each other so you know the spurs they jumped from eight to five within the last like four games i mean granted they're on the wing street but you know it just kind of says like anybody can move right now really because they're so close to each other also the nuggets are on a four game winning streak so they're winning who's in a losing streak the thunder they've lost three so if the thunder drop things yeah. change things move around that's when things start to get interesting <laughs> yeah and the nuggets right now that what i'm looking at like the nuggets and the warriors actually have the same they have the same exact record right now, and they have the same exact, like, percentage of wins. Um, they're just, like, one game off in the conference. They're a lot of games off at home um, and away. Yeah. So, like, I think the biggest thing is conference. So, they show their same record, but one game off in their conference play. Like, that's crazy. You know, they can jump them easily. I mean, according to the stuff that I've read and I've seen, the Nuggets do have a little bit more of a difficult schedule. So, they'll probably stay on the number two seed. But, you know, when it gets that close and you're losing games that you're not supposed to, you can go from one or two really quick, and you can go from playing the Warriors to playing with the Nuggets, you know. And you just at that point, I think it's just a strategy. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, the Nuggets are number one. Should I stay at number eight? Should we, should we lose a couple of games? Should we win a couple of games? And <laughs> I feel like, and like you said, because it's such a tight space of games, anything can happen. And the last couple of weeks are going to be very interesting. Or the last couple of games, sorry. Are going to be very interesting to watch. Yeah, everybody has about like 10, 13 games, if that, left. So, is this weekend down to the wire? Are you excited? I am. I'm super excited. I can't wait. <laughs> Are you going to be at any of the Spurs playoff games? I hope so. Do you think you're going to be at the, the Warriors playoff games? Um, probably not the Warriors. Maybe Clippers. Sounds good. So, yeah, I think we kind of covered everything of on the Western Conference side of how we think the playoffs are going to look if the playoffs started today. So, thank you for listening. Um, I'm Leslie Torres, and I was joined by Donna March. And if you like what you're listening to, stay posted for our next episode 